When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It is Victory Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I'm Anthony Tochi. We got DJ Hakub, Jacob Franklin behind the mat today to help us celebrate this lovely Victory Monday. Just the second one that Arizona State fans have had the pleasure of seeing so far. Let me switch this up. Okay, what do we got? What do we got? Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Now it's a Victory Monday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go again welcome to the phnx sun devil show i'm anthony totry jacob franklin the true dj is behind the mac we got a lot to talk about today we're going to be talking about amir ali who committed to arizona state basketball and bobby hurley we're going to be talking about some takeaways from arizona state's big win over washington state we've got pac-12 pound rankings and of course it's monday so kenny dillingham was up at the podium as he is every single monday we've got some sound from that press conference that we are going to get to as well. But before we get into all of that, I want to tell you guys one little quick, easy thing. Why don't you go over after this lovely show to gophnx.com and become a diehard today. Guys, we have a million and five different events. We have a million and six different merch options for you guys, whether that be Diamondbacks, Sun Devils, Wildcats, Coyotes, Suns, Cardinals. The list goes on and on. Not to mention, with that diehard subscription, you guys are going to get one free t-shirt a year. So now is the perfect time to go over, become a diehard. Plus, we've got plenty of events, including watch parties over at Gila River, BetMGM, etc guys head over again not only for the merch not only for the family aspect of the whole thing but because you're going to get some killer content from our writers as well including gerald jesse Taylor, etc again the list goes on and on but let's go ahead and get into the big news of the afternoon we're going to kick things off with what happened about 25 minutes ago arizona state and bobby hurley getting a big commitment here from amir ali amir ali a 68 190-pound forward from IMG Academy. He is the 46th overall player in ESPN's Top 100 for the class of 2024. This is a forward that can really do it all in terms of three-point shooting. He can get to the hoop. He can pass the ball. He does a whole hell of a lot for a basketball program in IMG Academy that I think everybody understands is a top-tier 
high school program as well. So a big addition for Bobby Hurley and company. Not to mention Ali chose Arizona State over some real blue blue blood programs, including Kansas, including Kentucky, including Arkansas, including Alabama. That is a massive, massive get for Bobby Hurley, a four-star again in Amir Ali, choosing Arizona State. Over the likes of Kentucky, Kansas, Arkansas, and Alabama, Bobby Hurley. Have a damn drink this Monday morning, man, because you did the damn thing. Arizona State now just a couple days away, or I guess a week and change away from starting the season off next Wednesday, November 8th. They've got Mississippi State, and then they also have a game on Saturday, I believe, against Texas Southern. So going to be time to to get back in action for Arizona State basketball starting next week. JJ in the chat, last three hoops recruits. Jaden Smith, 6'11", Nyarko, 6'9", and Ali, 6'8", big guard you. Arizona State and Bobby Hurley, I think we've seen that not only in the commitments that we've seen, JJ, but also in the guys that they got in the transfer portal for this year's team, including guys like Kamari Lands, uh, Zane Meeks, a bunch of the, the talent that they have been able to recruit. Sean Phillips as well are all lengthy, lengthy guys, whether they be at the forward or that center position. So Bobby Hurley taking that identity of guard you and trying to grow it literally and figuratively by going out there and getting some big dudes to come play in Tempe. But Bobby Hurley, Arizona State basketball, like we said, still a couple days away, a week and change from getting their season started. But we all know it is a victory Monday because the Arizona State Sun Devils got the job done 38-27 to over Cam Ward in Washington State. So we've had some time to let everything settle, let the emotions of the big win kind of get back to even here, even keel. But let's go ahead and get into our takeaways from that big win. The first takeaway that we've got from that massive win for Arizona State is none other that this team is a run team first, guys. Everything else is second. If you look at the way that Arizona State absolutely dominated on the ground, they had 235 rush yards against Washington State. Now, I know going into that game, Washington State was averaging about 161 yards per game, uh, or at least opposing offenses were rushing for about 161 rush yards per game against that Washington State defense. Cam Scadaboo, only 11 carries, but a buck 21 on the ground, a touchdown averaging 11 yards a tote to Carlos Brooks. We talked a lot about him on Saturday. Also, 11 carries for 67 yards, a trio of trips to the end zone. He was also averaging six yards a carry. And then a couple other guys getting involved on the perimeter in the run game. Elijah Badger, he had four carries for 18 yards and a touchdown. Trenton Borgay, six carries for 18 yards. And then Caleb Black, the freshman wide receiver who has impressed me a lot, two carries for eight yards. Tevin White, two carries for six yards. So Arizona State trying to find a little bit uh, of a run game. It is going to be a different story against Utah. It is certainly not going to be as easy for Arizona State's offensive line to push around some of those Utah front seven. But... This is a run team. Going into Saturday's game, going into games in the future, you can expect Kenny Dillingham to feed his running backs a whole hell of a lot. It might not be November yet, but 
for the next four or five games of the season, these boys are going to be getting fed like it's Thanksgiving every damn Saturday because Cam Scadaboo, DeCarlos Brooks, Tevin White, EK, all of them are going to have an impact in this run game. I think we're starting to see, at least in the play calling, a little bit more trust and confidence in this offensive line that's been going through injuries all season long. And they've showed up and they've showed out, which has allowed this team to be able to run the football. We've talked about it a lot. Kenny Dillingham offenses in years past, whether that be at Oregon, Florida State, Auburn, Memphis, wherever, they tend to be able to run the football well, which eventually opens up the pass game, specifically that play-action pass. And I think that's exactly what we were able to see from Arizona State this past Saturday in the team's big win over Washington State. But like I said, EK was one of the players who had four carries, 18 yards, and a touchdown. He didn't just do that. He did a whole hell of a lot more, and so did our boy Jalen Conyers, which brings me to our second takeaway from Saturday's win, and that is, it's pretty simple, guys. Elijah Badger and Jalen Conyers need to combine 15 touches a game. At least, at least 15 touches a game. Why? Because outside of scat, EKB and Corn are your two most dynamic weapons that you have on this football team. With what they are capable of, it should make life a whole hell of a lot easier for Trenton Borgay or whoever is playing quarterback for the Sun Devils. On Saturday, Jalen Conyers, four catches, 90 yards with a long of 50. He was PFF's tight end of the week, or at least he was on their PFF uh, college football team of the week. So Jalen Conyers definitely had himself a day. Four of those catches on five targets, obviously an 80% catch rate bodes well for a tight end. I believe he also moved seventh all time for Arizona State tight ends in terms of reception. So certainly a guy that needs to be fed the ball a little bit more. And then Elijah Badger as well. We mentioned the four carries for 18 yards and a touchdown. He also added Four catches for 90 yards through the air. A guy in Elijah Badger who does the majority of his damage with the ball already in his hand. This dude will leave opposing defenders in his dust. He will leave people's cleats on the outside numbers when he is taken at 50 yards to the house. Because Elijah Badger, not only is he sneaky fast, not only is he a crisp route runner with awesome hands, but he's a dude who can shake, man. And I think ASU fans and Washington State fans specifically saw that this past Saturday, that Elijah Badger is not easy to bring down. And he's not one of those wide receivers that just because he's a little bit thinner doesn't mean that you're just going to be able to pull him down by his jersey. He packs a punch. And it's a little bit different than Cam Scadaboo, but he brings his own block in a way, and that tends to be with his legs when he's able to shake and bake. The final takeaway that we're going to get into here from Arizona State's big win over Washington State and keeping it moving forward is, guys, let's give some love to this Arizona State defense. That front seven has been absolutely elite the last two weeks. We'll go back and take a look at what this Arizona State front seven did against Washington. Not to mention, right, that Washington's offense didn't have a single offensive touchdown in that game against Arizona State. Michael Penix Jr. in Washington, known for their high-powered aerial attack, one of, if not the most efficient offense in the entire nation. But against Arizona State, specifically that front seven, Washington was 3 of 11 on third down, we know about the turnovers that the Sun Devils were able to force. A couple of interceptions, a couple fumbles, and that's thanks to the front seven, guys. And the most impressive part of the whole thing, Washington had 13 rush yards the entire game. 
13 rush yards the entire game, guys. You know how dominant you have to be to be able to hold a Division One offense to 13 rush yards in a game? Not to mention, this is not a game that was a blowout. This was a game that Washington certainly could have tried to establish the run because it was so close the entire way. Arizona State obviously came up short in that game. They didn't come up short against Washington State. And you look at what the defense was able to do there as well. Cam Ward threw the ball 50 times. Okay, He's going to get his. The second best aerial attack in the Pac-12. He threw for 315 and a touchdown. No interceptions. But when it comes to the ground game, 21 carries for 88 yards total for that Washington State offense. Cam Ward was the leading rusher with 12 carries, 35 yards. Nakia Watson, 7 carries, 30 yards. Other than that, guys, Washington State was in for it. Their offense couldn't really move the ball unless they were airing it out. They could not run the football. And that is a lot of credit to that front seven. They were able to get Cam Ward down three separate times. Guys like Clayton Smith, BJ Green, Prince Dorba coming up big as they have. And then those eight TFLs were also a massive part of ASU's success on the defensive front. And another big thing that's not getting talked enough about about this Brian Ward scheme is the way they have been able to hold teams in the red zone. I think specifically to the end of that Washington State game with two minutes and change. Washington State had every opportunity to go make this a game. Fourth down on the goal line, Ed Woods steps up. I know that's not the front seven, but Ed Woods and really that entire defense with their backs against the wall to try and close this thing out did exactly what they needed to do. So that is the final takeaway of the Arizona State win over Washington State. I know it's Victory Monday. A lot of celebration. A lot of fun. Because obviously, look, ASU fans, they haven't gotten the chance to celebrate ASU football a whole hell of a lot so far this season. But to quote Bill Belichick, right? Or to quote, who is it? Andy Reid, we're on to Cincinnati. Is that, was that Bill Belichick, Jacob? You know that quote that I'm so. talking about so. where they got worked by the Chiefs? And I think he's like, yeah, we're on to Cincinnati. Well, Kenny Dillingham, he's on to Utah. So we're going to go ahead and get to some of that sound from that press conference here in a little bit. LTC in the chat. Clayton Smith lined up outside at receiver too. Yeah, that's a that, that blew my mind is when they had that offensive formation where I think they put in three different defenders. I believe B.J. Green, Clayton Smith, and Trey Brown all lined up on offense in a goal line package. And Clayton Smith ended up playing wide receiver and drawing a defensive pass interference to keep the drive alive. Absolutely insane. I'll tell you what, man. Kenny really is playing Madden out there with the way that he's going about some of these formations. But when it works, you absolutely love to see it. Kenny Dillingham, again, getting his first Pac-12 win as the head coach of the Arizona State Sun Devils. We'll see if they can extend that and maybe make it a little bit of a win streak. But before we get to what Kenny Dillingham had to say on this glorious Monday, I want to tell you guys a little bit about Circle K because it's not just a glorious Monday with them. It's a glorious seven days a week, Monday through Sunday because they are America's thirst shop and they are Totri's thirst shop as well. They got a new free membership program where you guys can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five fill-ups and get every six free on a selection of Circle K products, whether that be pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, not to mention they've got some phenomenal deals 
inside their stores, whether that be for Gatorades or energy drinks or other snacks. So definitely go check out Circle K. And while you're at it, it's literally free. I promise you it is a free app and a free program. So go check it out. Join the Inner Circle for free by downloading that Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Now, you've filled up your car, you've gotten yourself an energy drink, and now you're like, where am I off to? Well, if you're not headed to Sun Devil Stadium, or if you're not headed to DFA, or if you're not headed to Chase Field to watch the Diamondbacks, and I'll tell you where you're headed. You're headed over to Gila River Casino because, guys, they have a bunch of dope stuff, including some awesome watch parties with us, I believe, the Cardinals. Then they have they, they did their post-game show from Gila River it's yesterday, awesome. right? Yeah. Awesome. Gosh, guys, you definitely got to go. Go check it out. Not to mention, they've got this lovely thing. I'm not going to say it's little because it's not. It's actually a million dollars. A million dollar big red show down at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Wild Horse Pass, Lone Boot, etc. With all their lovely casinos. Play fun free games online for a chance to win $1 million cash, guys. $1 million, okay? That's life-changing money. You could do a whole hell of a lot, like donate it all to the football program or whatever you'd like to do with that money. They've also got some monthly drawings, November 5th, which is coming up, and then December 3rd for Cardinals game tickets, memorabilia, and free bonus play prop cards for select football games. Again, visit HilaMillionDollarShowdown.com to get in on the action. For more info on Gila River Resorts and Casinos and all they have to offer, head to PlayAtHila.com. Calm, guys. Okay, moving forward. We're talking about Kenny Dillingham because he was at the podium today talking about the Arizona State Sun Devils and their matchup against the Utah Utes. Utah, a team that Kenny Dillingham has given praise to time and again since he was announced as the head coach at Arizona State. A big believer and what Kyle Whittingham has build, built over at Utah with the length of time that he's been there. It is a tough program. It is a ferocious program. And they have built it on the, the, the backs of defense and physicality, right? Arizona State wants to be that. Kenny Dillingham wants Arizona State to be that program. But... We've seen it. Utah's in the AP Top 25. They're in the AP Top 25 consistently. Arizona State, they're working on it. They're chomping at the bit. They're, the bamboo is slowly growing, as we talked about on Saturday. But an important part of getting there, right, of Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham eventually elevating this program to that Utah level is not changing the process, right? Just because you get a win doesn't mean that you're up here all of a sudden. You could celebrate for that 24 hours, and just like us, you got to get right back to neutral so that you can prepare for that next opponent. Kenny said it today, guys. The process doesn't change. Yeah, I think anytime that you create calluses, right, they're there forever. So when you can play well and, and get better and not get the, you know, the release or the happiness that you want from it instantaneously, it calluses your hands. And those calluses eventually come back to be a positive for you. And I think slowly uh, we're gonna keep building calluses as we won one game. Right, let's, let's relax, right? We're gonna continue to get better. That's the challenge. Every single week, every single game, doesn't matter if we would have won the prior four that we could have won or we would have lost last week. We would be sitting here today doing the exact same thing. I'd be talking through the exact same pleasure with the players 
going through the exact same process of the game plan. There's really no difference, but Saturday night was more fun. It's the only difference that I view. That's what the great teams do, right? Not just at the college level, but all levels. They're able to go out there, execute Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, whichever day of the week they play, and get ready for the next opponent because there's a bigger picture here, right? And you look at what Kenny Dillingham and his coaching staff have been able to do through the first seven, eight games of the season, right? Growing, like Kenny talked about it. It is a process to get to where you want to be. And early on in the season, we've equated this a lot to Colorado because I think there were a lot of people that were talking about Dion Coach Prime Sanders and the success that they were having. Let's be real, guys. Okay, I know I'm a, I'm a hater of the program or whatever, the way that Dion's run it, but we got to be real for a second. Outside of that TCU win, who have they beat? Nobody. They haven't beat anybody worth a damn. Okay, so I know there's a lot of hype, there's a lot of clicks, there's a lot of whatever, but at the end of the day, that program, just like all the others, Stanford, Arizona State, all three of which with a first-year head coach at this program, it is going to take time to get to where you want it to be. Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham, they eventually want it to be as tough of an environment as Utah has built up at Salt Lake City. That's all fine and well, but you know what Utah does? They get back here after a win and after a loss, they get right back up here. They're not down on themselves. They're never too high. They're always right here. And I think that's why you're able to see Utah time and again hang around and beat teams like Caleb Williams and USC time and time again that are those high-flying offenses, those teams that tend to have a lot of national attention. There's not a lot of people that talk about Utah. Utah's a top 25 team, and coming into this season, they were supposed to return Cam Rising, who hasn't played this season because of injury. And they're still an AP top 25 team. That goes to show what Kyle Whittingham has built at Utah. And I think if that's the standard that Arizona State and Kenny Dillingham are eventually going to get to, it's going to take not changing the process. And while we're talking about it, that is the standard, right? Utah is the gold standard of the Pac-12. They're not an Oregon. They're not a Washington. They're not an SC. But guess what? They don't want to be. They want to be Utah. And when it comes down to it, Kenny Dillingham wants Arizona State to have that same identity. And exactly what he said at today's press conference, guys, Kenny Dillingham said it. Utah is the gold standard for the Pac-12. In terms of Utah, uh, this is the culture that we want, that I envision here. This is the, the program that I envision hopefully having here a coach who's you know, been there for 19 years, who's built it up, who's established physicality in the program, toughness. Um, that's what we're trying to build here. So this is the standard, the gold standard in the league, in my opinion, for what a program should look like, should feel like. And it starts with stopping the run and running the football with them. And I think any elite program, uh, which I consider Utah an elite program with how they, with, with coach there and what they've done, and I think any elite program has that physicality up front, and they have that. I've been talking to our guys about this game for a long time, uh, showing clips of what it takes to win at this level, at a high level, and I've been using Utah as the example. I'll tell you what, that's something every Arizona State fan wants this program to be. 
If you are a Sun Devil fan, you absolutely want this program to be Utah. Why? Because it has stood the test of time thus far through the 19 years that Kyle Whittingham has been that head coach. They're not an SC. Does anybody remember USC's situation before Lincoln Riley got there? Oh, yeah. They were dog shit. Okay, what about Oregon, right? They had to go out, get the Georgia defensive coordinator in Dan Lanning. They poached Kenny Dillingham, and they got Bo Nix. And look, Oregon's back on the map for the first time since they had Chip Kelly, right? Everybody knows about Oregon. What about Washington? They're up and down almost every other year. It really depends on their quarterback situation. Their defense is either phenomenal or it's disgustingly bad. That's what Washington is. Okay, what about Utah? Every single season, it feels like Utah is able to hang around. And everyone's like, why? Why? How, are, how is Utah atop the Pac-12? How is Utah winning the Pac-12 championship when you got teams like Oregon? You got teams like SC, Washington, etc. Well, it's because they build in the trenches. They build that offensive line. They build that defensive line. It's not sexy. It's not pretty. Right? Everybody wants to go out there and get those four, five-star perimeter guys. Hell yeah, that'd be awesome. But if I'm I'm be honest, I'd rather go get me some of those four-star, five-star offensive linemen that are choosing Utah over some of those SEC schools. That's what you want. That's how you build a winner, right? Are you and if, if you're an Arizona State fan, or better yet, if you're a Colorado fan, after this past week, you're gonna sit here and tell me that you wouldn't like some of those blue chip offensive and defensive linemen instead of maybe one of those outside perimeter guys that's flashy and goes for 100 yards? I don't know about you. I'm taking the dudes up front because that's how you win football games, right? The front seven on defense and the guys that you have on the offensive line, they are a giant reason why Utah is able to be what they are specifically focusing on Utah's defense their front seven they are aggressive they are tenacious they are a a group that quite literally is the definition of tenacity on the defensive side of the ball they're mean dude and they make Salt Lake City a place that nobody wants to go play right it's gross it's cold it's disgusting and then now you have to go play this defensive line that time and again quarter after quarter They're just going to beat you down. They are going to literally just control the game. That's what Utah's defense does. So it is certainly going to be a difficult test for Arizona State's offense coming off one of its best performances of the season. Actually, its best performance of the season. And Kenny was asked about it today about that Utah defense. And this is what he had to say. Yeah, I mean, they're good. Bottom line, they've got a really good defense. Uh, They're very aggressive. They challenge you almost every snap. Uh, very similar mindset that we have here defensively in terms of we're going to attack and we're not just going to let you go up and down the field with easy completions. And uh, I think that's why they've been so good for so long. Then they have good players and they have a, a head coach with the mindset that uh, we're going to challenge you and be aggressive. So I think it's a great challenge for our guys. We're going to have to be different this week than we were last week because it's different personnel we're facing. So to think we're just going to say, let's just do the same thing again, it's absolutely ludicrous because we're facing a completely different team, completely different talent, skill sets, uh, and a completely different, really, philosophy on how to play defense. Even though they're both aggressive, they're still way different in terms of how they're aggressive. 
Absolutely. Arizona State, in terms of their aggressive defensive philosophy, focuses a lot on bringing pressure, creating chaos, whether that be real or simulated, whatever Brian Ward likes to get in the head of those opposing quarterbacks. And I think we are going to see that against Utah this week. It might be a defensive battle between these two teams. I know there's a lot of hope for the Arizona State offense after the fireworks that we saw against Washington State. My, at least Monday, my Monday afternoon advice would be to temper the expectations for the offense. Just like we've talked about already through this show, we were here, we were on eight or nine. Let's get back to five before we see what this Arizona State offense can do against Utah. We are going to continue this conversation about Arizona State and the upcoming matchup against Utah all week long. We are not done quite yet on today's show. We're going to get to our Pac-12 Power Rankings here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you guys a little bit about our friends over at Illegal Pete's. Jacob, what's your favorite thing at Illegal Pete's? That I can get my burrito smothered. You can get your burrito smothered? Bro, with like cheese and green chili. Oh, oh, damn. Oh, I didn't know that. Man, Max doesn't tell me any of these things. Guys, Illegal Pete's, not only can you smother bur- your burritos, but they have literally endless options for you. If you're not a burrito guy, I totally understand. Maybe get some tacos. Maybe get some nachos. Maybe get some salads. And maybe you just want to go have a good time and grab a drink with the friends That's what you can do as well because they literally have a full-service bar over at Illegal Pete's, their Tempe location. Go check them out, guys. Illegal Pete's, your go-to spot this fall. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. through 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's, a go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. LTC, are you making an omelet right now? Is that what you're saying? I support... That's elite. I support 230 omelets, to be honest with you. Quickly, best three ingredients in an omelet. Ooh, 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 ooh. Right off the dome, well, what you got? You, you can't, like, cheese. You're right, I can't, but, but I, I love cheese. Cheese, for sure. Okay, that's uh, fair. The little, like, like the diced ham. Diced ham is elite. Like the cubes of ham. It's elite. Like that's that's I would really say elite. People sleep on it. They don't, they don't, I, there's a lot of people that don't appreciate diced ham. Just saying. It's better than sausage, in my opinion, when it comes to breakfast meats. Damn, I need four because I would do onions and jalapenos. Ah, hey, you got to... Money's tight. You got to pick one. Onions. Onions? Okay, that's fair. I think I'm going to go... Ooh, I'm going bacon, onions, and avocado. That's where I'm going. I'm allergic to avocado. You're allergic to avocado? Damn. That's crazy. You being allergic to avocado, my tummy saying no to cheese. Shaking hands, that's what they do. Guys, OGs, okay? They're shaking hands with us because they got some damn good stuff just like we do. OGs has a million and five different flavors of product. They got peaches and cream. They got blackberries and cream. They got red apple. They got watermelon. They have all the flavors. Quite literally, guys, for the last couple nights, I have literally just been taking an OGs right before I go to bed probably like an hour before I go to bed, I sleep like a rock and I wake up refreshed, ready to go. I'm not groggy like when I take melatonin. I don't have crazy, ridiculous dreams like when I take melatonin. When I take an OGs, I'm sleeping well. I'm at the pearly gates, just chilling, looking at the clouds. But when I take melatonin, I am a shark person living in a volcano. That quite literally are the dreams that I have when I take melatonin. That's not the case with OGs and with the World Series drama 
football season starting, the holidays, it's getting a little hectic in the Valley. So why not go grab some OGs and maybe take the stress level down just a notch. Just head to www.zenleafdispensaries.com. Find your closest location. Order your favorite OGs gummies for pickup and enter that discount code PHNX at checkout. This deal is exclusive to our PHNX listeners. And just a heads up, it is only available for online slash pickup orders um, until November 30th. Again, that discount code PHNX is active until November 30th. And you guys are going to get 25% off any OG's products at your neighborhood Zenleaf location. Again, from now until that November 30th date. Jacob, without further ado, let's go ahead and take a look at this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. We got some damn movement, and boy, oh boy, am I thankful that Saul Bookman is out of the office so he can't wander in here while I get to these Pac-12 Power Rankings. Oregon, congratulations. You are number one, and you didn't even have to beat Washington. But because Washington has played so poorly over the last two weeks, they let Stanford hang around, they let Arizona State hang around, almost win that football game. Oregon's been taking care of business, and they kept that Washington game pretty damn close. I got a feeling we're going to see Oregon and Washington back again in the Pac-12 championship game. I think Oregon potentially takes that. We'll see what happens when it comes to college football playoff rankings. But for now, Bo Nix and company, you are atop the Pac-12, and rightfully so. Washington, like I said, they fall from one to two. Michael Penix Jr., I think he's slowly starting to ease out of that Heisman conversation just based off the fact that the offense hasn't looked great over the last two weeks. UCLA up two spots to three after their win over the Colorado Buffaloes. That game wasn't really close. UCLA did exactly what they needed to do to take care of business, and somehow they find themselves at number three in the Pac-12 Pound Rankings. Utah, a team we're going to be talking a lot of this week, they fall one spot to four because guess what? They got their bell rung by Bo Nix in that Oregon Ducks offense this past week. Utah misses Cam Rising, okay? Let's get that very, very clear. Utah is not the same without Cam Rising. They are a damn good football team. They just happen to not be a top three team as it stands right now. And this one pains me. This one really hurts. Arizona is fifth in my Pac-12 power rankings. Vent it out. Jed Fish, man. I just... He's doing good shit. He's doing some good things. And if you're an ASU fan, man, like, you got to be honest with yourself. Arizona is looking pretty damn good. They took it to Oregon State. They held they held up their end of the bargain in that game, a game that, let's be real, not a whole lot of people thought they were going to be competitive in because Oregon State was a top 15 team in the AP Top 25. In Arizona, they did what they needed to do. Jed Fish, hell of a coach. Noah Fafita, hell of a quarterback. I'm excited to see the Territorial Cup for the next couple of seasons. I will leave it at that when it comes to Arizona. But headed to number six, we got the Oregon State Beavers. I am sorry if we have any Beavs fans in the chat or watching this back. They fall two spots. Look, DJ Uyangalale might not be that guy. He just might not be that guy. Oregon State's defense is as good as advertised in my personal opinion, but... 
Oregon State, they have to fall because of that loss to Arizona, and UCLA has played their spot up to three. So it is definitely tough for Oregon State. We'll see what comes of the rest of their season. Maybe they could play spoiler, but I think in terms of college football playoff aspirations, those are now dead. LTC in the chat, too bad about Elijah Rushing. Yeah. I mean, that's the one thing you could say if you are an ASU fan. Elijah Rushing, obviously decommitting from Arizona, committed to Oregon. So while Jed Fish and company are still building, they are not quite there. And SC, man, I never thought we would be here. I didn't think there would be a, a world where Arizona and Oregon State would be better than SC. SC falls a spot even in their win. You know why? Because the Cal Bears hung 49 points. 49 points on Alex Grinch's defense. Alex Grinch, you shouldn't have a job at all. You're awful. You're a horrible defensive coordinator that I, I really don't know what you get paid, but I could do exactly what you do for half the money. SC, if you're looking for a new defensive coordinator, hey, if you just need to stick out 11 traffic cones and let those guys go score points, man, I will be that guy. And I'll do it for a whole hell of a lot of money. A lot. I'll do it for a whole a lot. less. A lot. What? A lot. A lot what? He gets paid a lot. How much does he get paid? He gets paid a lot. How much is a lot? I mean, let's just say it's in the range of two. Dude, you give me, give me a quarter mil. Quarter mil, I'll stop him. I won't let Cal score 49. They may score 48, but they're not scoring 49, man. I'll tell you what, I could do Alex Grinch's job better than he can. I'm telling you that right now. Hire me, okay? Hire me. But yeah, sorry, Caleb Williams. You're seven. Your college football playoff hopes, that's not happening. Your Pac-12 championship hopes, that's not happening. Your defense sucks. They're horrible. They're the worst in the conference. Better luck in the NFL. Oh, wait, you might be a Chicago Bear. Hmm. Look what the Chargers did to that defense last week or last night. Easy, Tony. Might be tough, man. Might be tough. Might be tough. Hey, I'm not that. What's the record? Talking about the Pac-12 here, buddy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You're trying to cover the Bears right now. The Bears suck. They're awful. The Bears are horrible. So are the Chargers. Hey, uh, last I checked, we got a dub last night. We got a dub. Uh, Number eight, the Cal Bears. The Cal Bears. You hung 49 on SC, but I can't. I can't put you above Caleb Williams. I just can't. I'd feel dirty. I'd feel wrong. And there would be people in the comments telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. Even though they're going to be there in the comments telling me I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyways, Cal, they stay at eight. They do move up a spot because of how well that offense played against USC. Look, Sean's not here to keep me in check. Shane's not here to keep me in check anymore. But look, I'm going to give Cal a little bit of love. They're doing they're doing the right things, man. They're absolutely doing the right things on offense. And it's kind of funny because they're kind of a defensive team, or at least they're supposed to be. So, shout out, Cal. Wazoo, they are at number nine. They fall one spot because of that loss to Arizona State. They have had a rough go of it the last couple of weeks, obviously getting thrashed by Arizona not too long ago. Kind of hard to believe that this team was a top 25 team when you look at the last few games that they have played. They have not looked good. Cam Ward is doing everything in his power, similar to USC, to, to get the job done. But when this team doesn't score a ton of points... They're not really good. That's why Washington State is starting to fall in that back half of the Pac-12 power rankings. The last few teams that we've got at number 10. Jacob, do we have the one, the only, Deion Coach Prime Sanders at number 10? That's crazy. You do. That's crazy. Oh, wait, no, it's not. It's like I told you. Colorado is not good. 
I know they beat ASU, but guess what? They're above ASU in the power ranking. So get off my ass. They lost to UCLA. They are not a good football team. If you wipe away the win over TCU, they haven't done a whole hell of a lot. Okay? Look, Colorado, Dion said it. Their offensive line is not good. But Dion, you're the head football coach. That's on you. It's on you to go get those guys. Okay? The offensive line last year was not the reason that that was a one-win football team. I'm pretty sure this year's offensive line for Colorado has given up more sacks than last year's Colorado offensive line. And guess what? You kicked them all off the team. That's on you, Dion. That's on you. What do we got, Jacob? Mushrooms on my omelet. I don't like mushrooms. I like mushrooms. You strike me as a mushroom guy. Yeah. Yeah. So Arizona State, Arizona State, they are up from 12 to 11. Congrats to Kenny and the boys for getting that dub. They still got a ways to go. The bamboo is just barely sprouting, but definitely a promising win for that Arizona State offense and defense. We'll see what they can accomplish against Utah. And then finally, Stanford, they are back in their rightful spot as the worst team in the Pac-12. Sorry, Stanford. Sorry, Stanford Tree. You guys aren't very good. I know you hung around with Washington, but you still lost in Arizona State 1, which is why those two two teams switch. I think if Arizona State played Stanford, I think Arizona State would win that game. But we won't know because they don't play this season. But that is going to round out this week's Pac-12 Power Rankings. Guys, of course, head to the comments. Let us know what you think. And what you think in the comments is like, why is this clown wearing sunglasses every single day when he's doing a show indoors? And I'll tell you why. Because these are damn good sunglasses. These are quality sunglasses that Shady Rays has the, the awesome, awesome nature of building and providing for everybody, guys. You guys can go get yourself some shady rays at their brand new location the Kierlin commons it is a one-stop shop for all things shady rays and if you don't love your shady rays you can exchange it for a brand new pair or return them for free within 30 days there is zero risk when you shop their team always has your back and they've got a great deal for you guys exclusively for our listeners shady rays is giving out their best deal of the season go to shadyrays.com and use that code phnx for 50 percent off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. LTC, the Grinch that stole SC money. Absolutely. Put that on a damn t-shirt, and USC fans will probably wear it, to be honest with you. And one of the beautiful things, from now on, when you are betting on USC, you might as well just take the over, because their offense is always going to score points, and their defense is always going to give up points. Are you kidding me? What? There was almost 100 points scored in that game, and they played Cal? USC plays Oregon pretty soon. Can you imagine the points that are going to be scored in that game? That might be a 100-point football game, to be honest with you. And there's only one right place to bet on it. That is the BetMGM Sportsbook app, guys. And they still got a beautiful offer for you guys. It's super easy. It's super simple. Just listen up. Download that BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com and sign up with that code PHNX. Sign up and deposit at least $10 in your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $10 at standard odds price of qualifying bet. And once you have placed a qualifying bet, you guys are going to receive $200 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. They are giving you free moolah. Take advantage of it over at the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Sign up for BetMGM. Use that bonus code PHNX. 
Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app of at least $10. You guys are going to receive $200 instantly in additional winnings regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. Ontario shout out Sean wherever he is okay guys before we get out of here do Bobby Hurley a solid he got a new recruit today guys he got a top 100 recruit when it comes to that ESPN top 100 and a number 63 overall recruit outside of that ESPN 100 so do Bobby a solid hit that like button JJ in the chat where is Shane Shane is I believe in North Carolina today doing work shane is just being shane for the next four months but jj i can tease you with this we're gonna be talking more basketball tomorrow and there's gonna be somebody next to me tomorrow doing a show what? a new co-host gonna be a, a new co-host has appeared the we'll do a little pokemon graphic but definitely stay tuned locked in on the phnx <laughs> sun devil show for tomorrow little who's who for Arizona State fans, so definitely tune in. We're going to be back at our original time, 12.30 on Tuesday, so stay locked in. We're going to be talking Arizona State and Utah, and then, of course, ASU basketball as well. Again, hit that like button. Give us a follow over at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow DJ Jacob at Jacob underscore Franklin 4 on social media. Guys, two things before we get out of here. Go Devils! And peace.